Hello, everybody. Rico here. We're back from another long week, a uh, little hiatus for us, but back we are and ready to talk some news. Uh, join me in welcoming my co-host, the Purple Deck Dabbler, the Eloquent Eagle, the One Pack Puller. What's up, Marcus? The what? The, the, the Purple eloquent. Deck. Yeah, the Purple Deck Dabbler, the Eloquent <laughs> Eagle, the One Pack Puller, Mark. The, the One Pack Puller. <laughs> It only happened twice, uh, but no, it's good. It's good to be back. I know it, it was extended, a little extended. I think this one was like a week and a half, maybe pushing uh, closer towards two weeks and stuff. But I know I had been going through some health issues. Uh, I was a little came out, came down a little bit last time, and then, then there was something else last week, and then something else this week. And it's it's life comes at you fast. You just gotta you know deal with it, roll with it. Yeah, you just keep going. But. Uh, I do want to address that little one punch, one pack puller. Is that what you called it? And okay. it was funny because I, I, I like to buy, I like to open packs. And um, uh, I went to Target. There was, and I stayed away from Lorcana. I have no like. These are I, cards. I, if, if anyone's not, you know, a card person doesn't know like the lingo or whatever. Yeah, they're they're cards, and this is primarily a Disney a Disney game, and. I, I tend to stay away from it. The packs are like f- six bucks, you know, kind of lower price, but you can get some all kinds of cool stuff. And especially if you're Disney characters, you're into Disney and stuff like that. And, and there's some cool designs, some original designs that you don't see in like film or anything like that. So there was one pack left. And I was, and I was like, ah, I feel like opening something, but I don't want to get Lorcana. I was going to stay away. I usually play Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh! I'll open Pokemon. I'll open One Piece, you know. It's just Lorcana. I just, I told myself I'm going to stay away. And... Uh, I was with Melanie, and, and she says, just get it. Who cares? Just get it. It's one pack, and I don't know what. I was like, oh, I guess, fine. Well, lo and behold, I ended up pulling a Enchanted Rare, and if you don't know, an Enchanted Rare is a full art, the more premier expensive cards of, of the pack. It's about 150 bucks right now as, as we record this podcast. And then right now, same concept. Uh, I'm a Target. Target, I'm, I live right close by. They have one more Digimon Blast Ace booster. And I was like, oh, I, I wasn't going to buy it. I bought some Yu-Gi-Oh packs instead. I was like, you know what? I'll I'll buy one. I'll buy the last one. It's the last one. Who cares, right? Well, I get back and I pull a Ghost Rare Imperial Dramon, which is a full art uh, chase, one out of every like two cases, three cases, or something like that. Case being, you know, a full one and stuff. And that's ended up pulling it. So yeah, that's that's a cool little. And that's about ninety bucks, or hundred bucks, and stuff like that. So that's where I'm at with those. And again, I did buy some. Uh, if you follow our Twitter, I've held true. I think in the first what first week i had put there i wanted to at least be a little bit more at least post something once a day in on our on our x account i guess is now is what you would say and so i've been posting and one of the things was being more um what is it again more active and the last one i said oh you know for those you don't know again paldian fates just dropped this is the new shining fates uh new hidden fates basically shiny pokemon set set that you know releases and you cannot buy booster boxes these are just collectors uh collection boxes these are etbs you know different things like that and i ended up buying some and i pulled a couple of things nothing too crazy but i did hold true to my word that i was going to buy and open some packs and i did so yeah that's what my weekend has consisted of what about yourself how's everything going with you uh good good same just uh was kind of a slow week uh didn't what what have I done this week? I played a little bit of Elden Ring. Didn't really play too much games. 
Uh, I know we got a little bit of cold again. Not real bad, like like it was before, but it got a, it was been a little cool. So, been using the fireplace a little bit. Uh, there's a new show that came out this week too. Uh, every time there's like a big uh, like drug kingpin or queenpin in this case uh, show, uh, I try to check it out. They came out with one called Griselda about Griselda Blanco. She was like a a Colombian woman that came up uh, to Miami and kind of ran all the she took over like all the cocaine trade in Miami and stuff. Real life person, so whenever uh, stuff like that comes out, I'm always interested to check it out. So uh, pretty much what I've been watching. Uh, just finished it up earlier today. Um, that's about it. Kind of not too much other new stuff. Just Elden Ring here and there. A little bit of Overwatch. Uh, haven't really touched my Switch. I need to show it some love. But uh, yeah, I'm just uh, just here chilling. Excited to talk some of this news. And I know it's been about, I, I know we haven't covered news in a while. We've had two discussions, actually, since we last time we talked about news. But nothing really came out here and there. I know there's been a couple of things. Um, what have I played? I'm trying to think. Well, I did finally get through my third playthrough of Lies of P. I don't know if I talked about it the last time. I, I got all the achievements uh, on Xbox, and I, I had a blast with it. Strangely enough, the second time, third time, I knew exactly where everything was. I can tell you where some of the quartz are. I can tell you where most of the weapons are. And I just had a good time with it. Uh, anime, still watching One Piece, you know, it's just me watching One Piece, I'm gonna stick through and through. Uh, I did start playing, actually, on, on your Switch, on my Switch, and it was just on a whim, I think I mentioned last time that, or at least with you, that I was playing a lot of Fire Emblem. Again, if you keep up with our X, I did mention that Fire Emblem holds up, still holds up for the Game Boy Advance. I've been on the NSO Game Boy Advance quite a bit, and, um, five hours into Fire Emblem, four hours into Metroid Fusion, and about two hours into WarioWare, the ink, the mini games, and I've just been playing a lot of the NSO Game Boy Advance and having a blast, mind you. Man, do these games hold up? They're a blast. They're a lot of fun. The mini games are fun. The in um, Metroid Fusion, it's in Metroidvania. Um, if you're not familiar with those, just uh, Hollow Knight um, areas to explore. You got to revisit these areas. You can unlock items later on, and and it's pretty linear, but. Um, it's the puzzle mechanic that's a lot of fun because especially Fusion kind of makes you think and it does little tricksy things but having a blast with that too um, haven't really seen anything on TV I did kind of start what I told Rico I did see the first episode of True Detective and of season 1 mind you I haven't seen any more but I do plan on to and then uh, saw the first episode of season 4 because I know they're anthologies and stuff like that so yeah that's kind of more or less been where I'm at in terms of you know all the good stuff in the world yeah, which we are getting episode three tonight, so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, I'm a big True Detective fan, so I'm pumped to watch the new one. But uh, I'm going to open us up with a little bit of news, which actually it's going to stick with the whole uh, card topic that we had there at the beginning. Uh, I, I read online that they're actually dropping a new Yu-Gi-Oh card that's actually very familiar to watchers of the anime. It is supposed to be the Eye of Illusion. And what I read is that it's actually the card that Pegasus uses in the anime. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, like, that's pretty interesting. What are you familiar with it? Do you know exactly what it does? Why they why it took this long, or is it just one of those crazy cards, or are they making it not so crazy? That's why it's coming out now. Or do you know anything about this? Um, as far as the the, I'm trying to remember. I know it's I know it's been a while because uh, the card I think has been here uh, here and there, but only in the anime. I don't remember much of the effect. I think what's going on right now is because uh, again it was anime only, 
it took two years to print it. Uh, they did give it an effect, all kinds of good stuff. And again, I think it was just something that, um, what you call it? it I guess it kind of, they, they, they want to make, I don't want to say the anime, right? But if they ever release like a new anime, it'd be kind of cool to have, you know, the anime always coincide with the card game. I know Digimon does it. Uh, Pokemon does it. Those big ones. One Piece obviously does it still um, with since being brand new and stuff like that. So it's Konami is always a little awkward and weird in terms of their stuff. It's been a while since I've been in the Yu-Gi-Oh scene. I'm not sure if that card's even going to be um, how meta it's going to be. I, I don't know the effect. I haven't looked at the effect at all. It says uh, here, it says here, you your illusion and spellcaster monsters cannot be destroyed by battle this turn. During your opponent's turn, you target one face-up monster your opponent controls. Take control of it until the end of phase. When an opponent's monster declares an attack, target one other face-up monster they control. Change the attack target oh. to it and perform damage calculation. So very technical. It's a very technical card. I know a lot of these cards also um, tend to steal, like mind control. You can steal a card and use it basically for fodder. Um, if you need an extra monster to, whether it's Link, Xyz, um, Synchro, any of that good stuff, especially a lot of these meta decks do, you know, run that resource, or you can even use that resource to, um, I guess, take away a monster from their side of the field so you can attack directly, different things like that. But, I mean, anytime you can you take a monster, that's always a pretty good card. And obviously this one has additional effects, more technical and stuff, um, more of a toolbox. So it it sounds like a good card. It sounds like it'd be good. I, I, people would use it for sure. I I would think it would be as good as since you're taking control of something. It sounds like it would be like it's going to be as good as what the other people have, right? A lot of the times when it comes to those type of cards, generally people use them for themselves. They'll like um, if you play a monster, you have one monster, and Xyz, um, you need two level four monsters, right, to bring about a stronger monster. If you don't, ha if you need an additional monster, you're basically stealing that monster to power up your own, your own boss. Because obviously, the the name of the game is your each of your decks has a strategy to it. You want to get through that strategy as quickly as possible to take out your opponent. So you can, you, yeah, you know, you steal the monster, but you're stealing it more to boost up your own deck rather mm -hmm. than you know use the monster against them. No, like like if I were to steal a monster, you're not only are you stealing. If you steal, like let's say they bust out a boss monster, these are your big strong ones. You steal it, and then you, you know, let's say you go into, you link with it, meaning you just need two monsters to link. You, you use it, you destroy it. You know what I mean? So you destroyed a boss monster with a magic card. And on top of bringing out a stronger monster. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because I was going to say this, uh, this game, like, you re it requires a lot of, like, sacrifice, like, to summon things and stuff like that, right? So Yeah, yeah. And, and again, Yu-Gi-Oh! is at that point where... The game, you can, there's literally uh, FTK, which is first turn kill. There's also OTK, OTKs, which is one turn kills. Uh, a, lot, a lot of this game is just, now it's just trying to hyper get through your deck or whatever you're trying to do, get through the gimmick so you can take out your opponent. No joke, in one turn. A lot of the best decks do that to the point where it gets, it gets crazy. There was one time I was playing online. I played on Dueling Nexus. Uh, at least I did a few months ago, because I did move to Digimon about two years ago. Um... And I legit, I the, the other guy went first. And again, it, it, it's not that it's fluky, but obviously you do need the right card in your hand to get through it. The other guy went first, and no joke, he beat me without even me taking a turn. 
Dang. I lost. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, that sucks. That's no fun. But obviously, you know, you can, uh, there's there's banned cards and the restricted, um, the, the restricted list and stuff like that. And I mean, you know, we, we get things like that, which is healthy for the game. And I know Digimon right now had their big uh, LA Fest. Uh, well, not Digimon, right? But they had LA Fest for trading cards. They had a bunch of tournaments. They had a One Piece, uh, Digimon, uh, Battlestar Saga. And I'm missing one more. I don't remember the last one. But hundreds of players went to go in a giant tournament, and they went to go play. Not only that, they also made some announcements on certain things. Uh, Digimon, for example, if you're a big Digimon card game person, and One Piece, by the way, um, Digimon was releasing some just English-exclusive cards. They're going to coincide with the Japanese release in 2025. So when 2025 rolls around, there's no longer going to be Japanese and then English three months later, Japanese three months later, kind of like how Pokemon does it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be worldwide. As of 2025, when the Japanese get it, we're going to get it. Okay. Which is cool. And not only that, on One Piece, if you're a One Piece card player or collector, uh, one of the announcements they did make was that they're going to be um, putting a lot more product in store and reprint- reprinting everything from their first set all the way to the modern set, which is excellent because that card game is getting stupid ridiculous as far as what people are paying for packs and cards online. Like, it, it's getting stupid. And I, Again, we know what the appeal is, but when it comes to the card collector and, even, and the player, like, I, I, I play One Piece with Andrew, you know what I mean? But I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of One Piece. I want to collect the cards, you know what I mean? And I, I'm just cool with one, but when you have people, like, legit hoarding these cards, like, I, I follow these Facebook groups, and there's always one guy, and obviously for him, it's an investment. He's always asking to buy this, this one particular, um, this card worth $1,000, and he wants to basically grab them all and monopolize them. So when the price goes up, he can sell them and make a profit. It's kind of like, hey, man, you're like, you're like, and man, people have no problem selling, by all means, make your money and do your thing, buy your card, do your thing, it's, it's all on you. But again, the ones who hurt are the collector and the buyer in this case. And even the collector, like people, like those aren't even collectors, those guys. Those are like the scalper dudes and the ones who sell to make a land bomb. bomb means get your hustle, it's your money, do whatever you need, with, you know, what you want with it. And obviously supply and demand comes to play and what people are, the card is worth what people are willing to pay for it. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like these card companies obviously lose out on money because if they print more product, people would buy them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of other people making thousand dollar, like it, it's crazy, dude. Like it really is. But yeah, get, I think that's get off that little high horse there, little soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I get you. That's that. That's the tough thing with cards and with certain games and anything like that. You know, the collector's market. You know, with the in general, like every it, the scalpers and all that have just made made stuff difficult when when it comes to like uh pricing and availability and all that kind of stuff so yeah and i've always said there's two people you have to appeal to the player and the collector i know and i know the player would be like oh why the collector nice things but because of the collector will get that product and like me like i do i do collect one piece but a lot of times i'll give out i'll give away cards to other players or i'll sell cards for cheap i'm not i'm not looking to to make you know i'm like my life savings on these things I buy and sell to buy more product. I, I love indie card games. Um, if I could, if I could learn every single card game in the world, I would. But I don't have anybody who's on this train with me. So, and especially like these indie card games, Tetraverse, Fabled, uh, Rise, uh, Soulforge. You know, just different ones. I I don't have anybody who would play with me, and I'm always kind of you know 
if if you think I'm bad, I don't want to go lo- to local tournaments, you know, much less being online and playing with randoms. Like, I just, that's more of a me not wanting to mingle <laughs> thing. But yeah, it, it's, it's, the card market's here. It's there. It's gonna, it's still gonna, it's gonna be on top. The big games are safe. Maybe in 10 years, we'll see what happens to those indie games and, you know, whether they die and stuff like that. Like, uh, there's one called Gate Ruler that people think it's, it seems to be on its last legs. Battle Spirit Saga, that might be the first one to go for Bandai's big four so we'll see um how that goes but yeah pretty much where we're at okay okay there was another little tidbit of news that i actually thought was very very funny uh i don't know if you heard about the new oklahoma furry law the oklahoma i have not furry law okay so obviously like our society has moved forward and there's you know a lot of acceptance and stuff like that with different people uh and you know how they identify and stuff like that some people out there if you're not familiar with it uh classify themselves as furries you know they like to dress as i know you know i'm just saying like for for our audience right yeah and these people uh like to they, they not they like to i guess they believe if we're being politically correct they believe that they're part animal so they like to wear like costumes and ears or tails or different little things here and there right so uh i guess something was going on in oklahoma where people were dressing you know up to whatever they identified as and some of them were furries now they tried to ban them at school and they were I don't know if they did already, but they were trying to pass a law where anyone that dressed up as a furry at this uh, particular school district was going to either have to be picked up by their parents or animal control. What? Yeah. Because they classified themselves as animals, that they were going to have to be escorted off the premises by animal control. So I just, I don't know, when I saw that, I just thought, dude, that, that's very, very hilarious. <laughs> that's, that's something, man. Like, okay, so you're an animal, so we're going to treat you like an animal. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was something else. Uh, just, it, it, it was some crazy that they were actually trying to sign this into law. Uh, but I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought it was. I just thought it was a, a funny little thing of news there. Uh, so yeah, we can get straight into like the normal stuff. Uh, anime. Uh, I didn't have too many things. I have two things this week. Uh, Oshinoko is gonna get a live action uh, drama series yeah. coming to Amazon Prime in winter of 2024. I know I Oshinoko that. just made waves. Got was hugely popular. I know the the opening popped off like crazy online and it's still probably climbing like crazy uh so yeah i guess they're just cashing in on the excitement there and the hype from that show i know we're already expecting a season two um but yeah coming to live action it seems it, it, it since it's not like a crazy a crazy show out there like uh, like the typical stuff that we watch you know the shonen and all that like it, it lends itself to you know be that just drama show k-drama pretty much right yeah yeah exactly uh the other thing i had here is we're going to be getting a new special chapter of haikyuu in the uh shonen jump issue coming it's gonna be february 5th is what i have here 
And it's going to depict the battle between Karasuno and Nekuma from a different angle, is what it says, to promote the upcoming movie that we're going to be getting in February. So Ooh. I'm, I'm super pumped about that one. Uh, anything else anime-related, manga, anything at all? One Piece? I, I know just, One Piece is, is it. Yeah, One Piece is it. I'm on episode 715. I, I, I haven't watched a few episodes in like two or three days, which, yeah, it, it's a shocker, right? But... Yeah, um, seven fifteen is where I'm at. About thirty, forty episodes away from finishing up Dress Rosa, and I've enjoyed every minute of it. One of the big things when it comes to One Piece is people always complain about the what you call it, the pacing. And yeah, I can see it, but I enjoy it. I can care less. Okay. Yeah, I mean, once you're invested, I mean, what what really. Uh, I, I get the same way with a lot of things that I watch. People talk about, oh, fillers this, fillers that. But when you're invested and you don't like, you know, you're in. I mean, you're in, you know, all the way. Uh, I guess I'll hop over to film. I did mention that I watched uh, the Griselda show. For anybody that likes those kind of shows, check it out. Uh, the most interesting thing was actually their choice of cast for Griselda Blanco. They put uh, Sofia Vergara in there as the starring in the show. Which I was kind of like, hmm, interesting that they put her. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, she's she speaks the language. She has the, you know, she uh, has the look of, you know, uh, a Colombian and all that. But uh, I don't know. To me, I, I couldn't remember if she had ever starred in anything before. Like, she's always kind of been, like, typecast to me. I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh so she she did a pretty good job uh in the in the show and it, it was enjoyable so again if you're into those kind of like narco shows uh check out griselda now on netflix uh what was the other thing oh okay the other thing i wanted to ask you about there's been like this little controversy going around with the uh with the nominations for uh best actress and all that stuff and that margot rope Ma- I don't know how you say Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie. uh, People say it differently that Margot Robbie was left off. And a lot of actors are speaking out against that. Do you think like that's warranted? Like with as big as the movie was with how she did in the movie, do you think it's, I mean, it's kind of ironic, right? That it was like down with the patriarchy and they kind of left uh, her out, you know, Mm. what do you think? What did you think of all that? Do you think uh, who else was in there? That was wild, man, like, personally. And I'm not sure if, because, and that sucks, because I usually try to see the movies that come out, especially the Oscar of this, and I don't know what. And you have Ken in there. You have um, Ryan Gosling in there for Ken. And you don't have Barbie. Um, and not usually, I don't even think the director made it in, in there the, for, for, for Best Director. And I was kind of like, that's awkward. And Barbie did get nominated for a slew of things, like a lot of things. And it was just, you know, nuts that we didn't see Margot Robbie on there. I thought it was nuts, personally. Yeah, so. I, I thought it was crazy. I mean, rightfully so. I thought I also thought she got snubbed. Um, so I'm right there with everybody. I, I, I thought it was really ironic that, that Ken got in there and she didn't. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if maybe they're going with some, like, like the day of the Oscars are going to do some, you know, like, oh, psych. <laughs> I doubt it, right? Super professional. I don't think they'd go that route, but it's still kind of like, damn, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and I don't say that to take away from any of the other actresses that were on there. 
I, I honestly, I actually haven't seen any of these movies. Killers of the Flower Moon, Anatomy of a Fall, Maestro, Poor Things, and Niad. Carrie Mulligan, I'm familiar with. Emma Stone, we know. Uh, Lily Gladstone, not, not, not really sure who that is. Sandra Hewler, Annette Benning. I'm sure those are crazy, crazy movies. I'm actually really interested in watching Killers of the Flower Moon. Thinking of renting it, actually. Oof. You seen that one yet? I have not. And again, it's just, you know. I find. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's rough, man, personally. Yeah, especially it being so long is actually even yeah. even tougher. Uh, I did finally see Oppenheimer, and man, it was it was it was good. So I'm 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 personally cheering for Oppenheimer in a lot of these categories. Uh, some of the other things from this week, we got uh, word that there's going to be a new Jurassic Park. Something that I've the, some movies that I've always loved, regardless of you know what what they are, what they're about, or whatever. I love. I've loved them since the first ones came out, and I continue to watch them. So I'm super excited there's another one coming. We also got a new Avatar trailer, and I was wowed. I don't know if you felt, I don't know if you felt the same way. Yay. But I, the, bending, know, we, the bending was it's, I, I, it's good, man. Yeah. I mean, from the first announcement, it was like there was hype, and then we got that first like teaser trailer, whatever, and it looked good. And then I don't know, man. It's just... I feel like it's just building and building, and I really hope it lives up to expectations because it's looking like it's going to be solid. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I think it's going to be solid. It's going to be good. They, they kept true to a lot of the um, character designs. They tried their best, and I'm sure the comedy is going to be there. I'm sure it's the, the, the effects look very, very nice. Um, I'm just hoping, again, they do get a little bit more nitty-gritty. Uh, I, would, I, I don't know how, I guess in terms of the tone, of the of the um of the show is going to be where it can be more lighthearted more lighthearted like the nickelodeon or if we're actually going to get like a little bit more of a darker nitty-gritty because you know e- even in the in the cartoon like there are some themes in there that get kind of heavy like uh, when katara starts bloodbending and stuff like that like she she like that whole episode i'm, I'm curious how that's going to translate to live action because if I felt like you know the whole concept of just blood bending and you know they talk about the the evils and stuff like that and why you shouldn't do it and stuff like that like it it was it was pretty dark for a theme and I would like for them to actually venture into those you know maybe here and there have like a like a, not, not a creepy episode right but maybe dab dabble in a little bit of a little horror type thing dabble in a little bit of you know even young adult type thing 15 16 years old because them again I think we had mentioned last time. Where, uh, who, who, what were we talking about? Where the demographic for what show was it or what movie was it that didn't do so hot? Because the demographic is are people in their thirties. Was I talking about it with you or somebody else? I don't remember that. It was. It was something in reference to a lot of times the target audience for a lot of things. Again, in this case, um, are people of my age, our age, because you know. Not not to say that oh other people younger people haven't haven't seen it or or whatever because they by all means they have, but when this was on TV I was sixteen years old we were checking it out my my cousin twelve years old he was checking it out like this is a time for this is a time that we saw everything you know what I mean so who are they trying to appeal to us or are they going to try to appeal to the younger audience you know or try their damn best to appeal to everybody because we know that's rough when you kind of go that route you know what I mean yeah. Which I so, guess this one, this one is going to be a special case because there's, there's those people that, 
there's those people that watched this growing up already you know the mm. the animated uh show and all that so uh, you know if they keep true to the story they're already going to have that audience they, that kind of is already a gateway for that older audience or even anybody that's watched the show really uh there, there's already that that uh they're gonna they're gonna have that door open for those people so i think them kind of pushing pushing it a little bit with that with some of the things that you've mentioned to me that are like edgy in the show or a little bit dark you know can can kind of expand on that a little bit for some people that are not familiar and say like oh it's like this just this happy-go-lucky anime like another one but uh you know being able to distinguish itself a little bit you know because uh one piece was kind of a lot of that like fun happy uh you know luffy was really cool so if they can make this if they can change this the group here a little bit and kind of focus on that it it can kind of like be in its own be something of its own you know i think that would be good yeah Exactly. Yeah. Uh, something. Something else I came across uh, was Mr. Beast, the huge YouTuber. You know, hugely popular YouTuber is closing in on a TV show uh, for Prime Video. I, I'm sure it's going to be something to do with some of the cool things that he does around the world, uh, games and experiments and little fun stuff. Uh, so something, and then. Right after that, I also read uh, they had an announcement a couple days in WWE that uh, they signed the rights to WWE Raw for Netflix starting in 2025. Mm -hmm. And this kind of got me thinking, man, like, you know, we have a YouTuber jumping over to Prime Video. We're going to start a TV show there. Uh, We have, you know, a long, a very long standing uh, Monday night uh, Raw hopping over to Netflix in a couple years next year. Uh, so I was thinking like, man, like, you know, everybody's, a lot of people are jumping ship, uh, and raw is a big one. I I don't know how many people see it as like a big deal, but it's, it's always made a lot of money. It's always been real good ratings. Uh, and I was just thinking to myself, man, is like TV and cable just continuing to like plummet downhill. I think the one thing that's kind of like saving it is like sports you know like we still get a lot of sports primarily i would think football because basketball at this point we do have league pass there is a i know this year i think they showed a lot of the nba games also on uh on max at least at at least for like there was a trial basis and then you had to like uh buy into like the plan for which looks a lot better by the way so i'll point that out there for whatever reason the quality because i think it was like a what was it TNT or was it something or mm-hmm. they were taking games from, like a plan from somebody, whatever. And it looked a lot less grainy. It was a huge difference for me personally. And I don't know if it's because of programs or my TV or what. It was a lot less grainy. I feel like there were a lot bigger action. I can actually read the names and not that I don't know them. Cause I know what the numbers and, you know, kind of general silhouette. I, I can actually read the names on their jerseys, you know, where when it streams through like TNT or something like that, it, it's a little awkward. It's a little weird. That, that always kind of trippy for a loop. But so I'll put in my two cents. Wow, I, honestly, that that's that's cool because I have not yet watched uh, games on Max or anything like that. So I, I mean, that's good to know that you kind of have that experience and there was better quality there. I didn't realize. So so yeah, it feels like I I don't know. It feels like you know these streaming services are kind of starting to take some of these things here and there. So like, what happens to cable? Uh, I mean, I, I to me, like, the last big one is football. 
right? Like, well, I guess all most sports in general, but like football is like the big one. As long as football's on cable, I, it'll continue to sell, I guess. But I mean, I mean what's the? I mean, I don't think cable has very much an, uh, of an incentive to even, you know. And I don't, I don't say exist, but what do you get cable for? Movie channels? Uh, do you get cable for? I get yeah, sports. All the sports, sports. sports. My honestly, my sports, has... sport, sports and news. I would say would probably be the two. You know, for people that like to watch the news channels, I know like a lot of people in my family are religious about watching their news channels, and a lot of people are always like watching that, which you can still get online. You other there's other ways, but yeah, I, 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 I know. go ahead. No, I was just I, I I was thinking that same thing. Like, what do you still get get it for other than sports? You know, and there's there's ways that you can get sports uh, through apps and stuff like that. Anyway, but uh, I was also thinking to myself, like, what what are like the last big? You don't really do movies there anymore, but like, what are the last big shows? Like, what what is a big show that you have on cable anymore? Like. Uh, you you watch this show on Netflix, then you watch this show on Disney Plus. You're watching anime on Crunchyroll or on you know uh, High Dive or you know um, I was watching. I just finished or I'm watching also uh, the Monarch show. That one's on Apple. So like TV is kind of moving. The series are kind of like it's not a real a TV thing anymore. Yeah, I mean I know my mom still watches like Lifetime channel and stuff like that, Hallmark channels and. Uh... I guess I don't know what else. What else you're kind of into? Because a lot of these other like syndicate, uh, you know, what is it? Shows and syndication, all these things. They have, you know, they they all align to either what um, NBC, ABC, CB. Like they they all have they're all a branch of of just different things. Who's to stop? You know, because I, I see CBS right now. Just it's all Paramount Plus. Who's to stop CBS to be like to take every single thing off of cable and just put it on a cbs platform paramount plus make everything cbs related paramount if nbc wants to go the same route take off everything on cable from nbc put it on an nbc app you think that's where yeah. we're going i don't know man and and i thought about it and i was just like 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 why not you know what i mean i i don't i don't know the logistics of how much they actually pay and stuff like that and how much they um like i guess contracts and stuff like that but like why not it, why why have like direct tv time warner and all these people um kind of sell you that cable channel who is it does nbc own time warner or time warner own like these people like what's the who's who's at the top whoever has whoever's at the top makes those uh those those decisions and i'm trying to say so i'm a mass communications minor right but i don't remember who owns what i know there's like red and blue and and um, just different conglomerates and who owns what. But at, again, okay. at the end of the day, who's who's to say and stop Time Warner just being like, no, we're going to make a Time Warner app. Everything Time Warner related, we're going to stick on there. That's it. You got to pay for it. Why pay for cable um, and pay like DirecTV? I don't know who owns DirecTV, right? But you know what I mean? Spectrum, uh, DirecTV, a, 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 AT&T, I think, is, bought, is are the ones that bought out DirecTV. Okay, so like, so you pay AT&T, okay, so like, What's to stop AT and T and just be like, no, we're gonna take everything AT and T related to create DirecTV and put it on an app, and you yeah. pay for the app. Pay for the app you want. You can. You're kind of making your own cable, cable package channel where you can pick and choose what whatever it is you like to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I kind of think that uh, I kind of think a lot of it rides on on football. To be honest, like I feel like the NFL could just make their own app, and it, it would for a lot of people. Oh yeah, that would that would be like a must buy. 
Mm-hmm. How about that's the like, thing? Like, it would be like a Disney Plus. You know, people have their choices between like Netflix, Hulu, all that. You know, Netflix kind of, I think, is like the big one that a lot of people probably go for, depending on what your what your taste is. But you know, like if you're into animated stuff, obviously you got to go Crunchyroll. Has to be at least one that you know you got to have that one. I feel like with sports, for all those people that love football, you know, that's, that that's would, the big one that, that everybody watches here. You know, like if well, if, YouTube bought out the um. Like if, if, if leagues pass, uh, league pass for football. I forgot what's called. Uh, Sunday, Sunday ticket. Sunday ticket. Sunday tickets. YouTube now. YouTube has these. been Direct TV for many, many years. And not only that, not only Sunday ticket, but Amazon has the um, the rights to Thursday night football games. You know what I mean? Uh, they also have, I think, a right to like a Friday football game now uh, for Black Friday, November. Like, and that, that's what I mean. Like these these big time corporations are buying a slot you know what i mean for a football game so it kind of makes you wonder if nfl really decided to be like but obviously they must be paying the nfl a shitload of money you know what i mean <laughs> to get to get these football games so it, you know if the nfl really wanted i wonder how it would it be like just to have like an nfl app because they do have nfl network and nfl channel but just i've never just... i've never messed with those what are have you ever used those or have you used like the youtube tv that has the, i do have youtube tv but i didn't i didn't purchase the the Sunday ticket or whatever. The, so, the so, you, so are there restrictions there? Do you know? Like, I know, like with League Pass, I love League Pass, but a lot of times there's like blackout restrictions. And yeah, I can't the blackout, blackout they still have restrictions. Blackout and all that. Yeah, because uh, and, and it makes sense, right? If, if a game is showing on on CBS in your, in your area, you don't need you don't need the Sunday ticket for that particular game, I guess, right? You can if if you have if you have CBS. If you, yes, yes, oh. if you have it. So, you know, little things here and there. Okay. So that makes sense. So there's, there's still, right now, as of now, there's still reason to watch uh, or to have cable <clears throat> uh, for, for some people. But yeah. uh, that's an interesting topic. Like, is it is it dying? Is it slowly dying? Is it going to die? Will it ever die? Uh, and, you know, how long? What, what's, what's still, you know, what's still keeping it alive? To me, I think it's news and, and football, to be honest. I don't know what you, what you think. Uh, I'll probably be on the same boat. Football news. I I don't get. I don't see what else. I, I don't see. Maybe maybe paid internet programming. Too. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe internet too. Maybe not everybody has like. Maybe not. Maybe we're not. Not us, but like some people don't have the internet or don't do all that, uh, or or have the the resource of the internet to where like they're gonna say, oh, okay, well, I don't want to do cable. I'm just gonna do Netflix and Hulu and this and that. Instead, it's just easier to say, oh, I'm just gonna buy. I'm just gonna buy cable and you know I'll have whatever channels and I can watch whatever I want. Yeah, yeah, because it's tough now, man. It used to just be like one thing. Now you know you gotta have Disney, you gotta have Hulu, you gotta have this, and like all the shows are all spread out everywhere. So it's it's crazy nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? Film, TV? No, I'm uh, trying to think. I haven't really seen anything either on on film, anyways, nor TV, except for what I mentioned earlier. But no, it's pretty pretty much about it for me okay so we'll hop over to gaming i mean we're gonna start off with the game everybody's been talking about it that you know uh pal world pokemon uh, oh huge huge seller on uh, on steam it's also available on game pass for pc and for xbox uh people have been loving it uh i know i played a little bit of it i know you've played a lot of it uh and you've been loving it you know what are your thoughts pal world there's controversies and all that but people are playing it so I'm just, I mean, 
I wish we, we I wish we would have recorded last week when the game dropped, just so that we could be fresh and kind of get in through all the controversies that Power World kind of, um, I get you know, got with with the Pokemon, right? I know people that go oh, Pokemon killer, Pokemon this, Pokemon that, and and I think the people saying that are people who haven't really played the game. I I get it. The only aspect again, there is that you know, Pokemon doesn't own the rights to um, catching creatures or whatever you know. But there are some designs, and this will be the, probably one of the few bad things I say about the game, other than its performance. Um, there are some designs that are pretty damn close, you know, whether, again, it, to the rights and stuff like that and, and, and to the Pokemon or whatever. But again, you know, you can make a penguin however you want. You can make a humanoid cat, you know, however you want, you know, you know rabbit, however you want change the color scheme because you know we have monster hunter out there monster hunter also kind of derives pokemon derives from japanese creatures too and stuff like that and power world i guess kinds of it, it almost looks like sometimes they you know that uh on the internet where you can like mesh two pokemon together and it gives you like a, a pokemon that a combined of the two you know what i'm talking mm-hmm. about remember that website mm-hmm. it looks like sometimes they kind of rolled with that or whatever and i think that's what people were kind of upset about but people just kept saying pokemon this pokemon that Straight up, when I started playing, I was thinking, okay, maybe it is like Arceus or whatever. But it's, I guess, ten percent. I I find my I find myself ninety percent of the time catching these things, putting them to work, and building up my base. My main goal in this game is to make a badass base. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to level up to buy technology points to make stuff, and I, that's that's the to me that's the core mechanic of the game. People called it uh, comparing it to Ark and Rust and stuff but to me it's it's that crafting concept that building concept that i was just kind of super into i, I finally made a gun I, I i'm not even joking when, when i go catch when i go catch pals or whatever i don't even I, I just use my pals to travel half the time i'm finding this pal by myself and shooting it shooting it with whatever whatever the, you know whatever i have and then try to catch it and stuff like that but just from what i played I, i'm on level 22 my person i'm sorry i'm on level 26 with my person i've finally figured out after hours of games the easiest way to level up is just to catch everything in sight and i I probably put in a good maybe like 20 hours or so and it's a fair shake i still play it performance wise bugs wise glitches wise uh, obviously it's a preview a lot to fix especially for the xbox xbox client um it can run better even sounds the sounds are kind of you know they're not really there but I, i i enjoy the world um uh, it's just one of the games where you can like, kind of like mindlessly play and enjoy and just kind of, you know, and just enjoy and play it. You know, I just get get into it, and it's I, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, the, this is some of the designs of the of the pals are not the ones you know the Pokemon ones, right? But there's some other ones that actually look really cool. Like I I I already catch myself, you know thinking some look awesome and wanting them in my party and stuff like that but then putting them to work and then i think and you you got the the other interesting pick of it where what is it that they get lazy when they work and they don't want to do anything and mm-hmm. i got i got one i had one that um it, he would he would slack off and he got to the point where he ate so much he had an eating disorder i said <laughs> man what the hell and then there, and then i didn't realize that uh when i when you try catching pals and they bust out the comment says, "Oh, he escaped his fear. That cheeky bastard." <laughs> I was like, "What the hell?" You know, little things like that. Like you can tell that. That's why I was like, it's kind of like a bunch of bros who kind of made this game and stuff like that. But again, and I don't take for for whatever they're, whatever they say. I know the other controversy it kind of went with with the AI. If there's AI stuff 
kind of included in there and stuff like that. But if they're passionate about this project, which it really seems they are, um, and they're again, I'm, I'm we're playing it. I'm playing it on on Game Pass, so it's not really anything to me, right? But um, it 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 kind of lends itself just to be like a nice casual game that's kind of similar to Pokemon. And then there's a lot of other people who I see um, who are what to call it. Kind of saying that it's um, what is it? Man, I just lost my train of thought. Man, You're right, it oh. happens. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just lost my train of thought. Um, Power World AI. Um, there was one other thing. What, what was the other controversy going on besides AI and the Pokemon thing? Uh, the only the, the other thing that I know I read a lot is that the the guys that developed this game uh, have also made games that are very similar to other games in the past. Uh, you know, I think there was one that was supposed to be pretty close to like Breath of the Wild style. Uh, there was one that was real close to like what Ori was. It was very similar to what Ori game was. Uh, which I mean, that happens all the time. Like we've had plenty of Pokemon killers over the years. Uh, Yokai, uh, that Yokai Watch game, I think was what it was called. Yeah. So like we've always had games that are like this, but for some reason, this one has just struck a chord with a lot of people because it's done so well. I'm sure if if the other ones had done done as well, I think there would be a lot of people finding little finding and picking little things with there. Uh, well, competition is good. That's 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 yeah. my thing. Like like if if people are enjoying certain concepts of Power World, why doesn't Pokemon kind of take a look and you just yeah, like yeah like just kind of have a, like a little concept here and there that's going to further improve? Because I think what in, in the, po- the and the Pokemon fanboys are just there's something else. You know, not to not to kind of say anything, right? But like a lot of those guys, like uh, that, those are those are fanboys in general, to be honest. But and and, and and by all means, right? Like, and it's okay, it's okay for for other games to be successful. Again, the big thing it was here is that Pokemon comparison kind of going on. But c- competition is good. Why, you know, if if Pokemon has this monopoly on creature catching or whatever like they think they do you know what i mean like they're they can they can put out five percent more work on a different game and kind of get away with it you know but but you know people just for whatever reason you know what i mean but we do have like monster hunter and we do have dragon quest and you know things like that that kind of go into it too you know what i mean yeah and i think uh at least from my perspective i think i haven't played as much as you have I think the there was a little bit of merit to the 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 few Pokemon and pals that were very very similar. And this was maybe like 3 4 5 at the most. I think that were like okay, this is a little there's a little too much of a coincidence here, but the for the most part everything, even the ones that there was some that people were stretching a little bit like oh, look at this, oh, look at that. Uh, there was a uh, people were trying to stretch and people were trying to bend over backwards to make a claim that like oh they're copying they should be uh, taken down or whatever but uh i mean from what i played i didn't play anything near a pokemon game i thought that was they were very different very distinct like you said it felt a lot more like i was playing minecraft and like i was playing more resource management game than 
just a catching. The catching is a part of it, but it it was not the the game was very very different. Uh from just like the catching and and, and the Pokemon and stuff like that. So I, I thought there was you know yeah there was maybe some uh not copying but I would say like some what would you call it uh influence Inf- a lot of influence <laughs> there you go influence uh i think there was really just one that you were like wow this is very suspicious which was the luxury one that they like oh yeah that one yeah, there's that one, that no, one, that was one cool. and the, and the cobalion the cobalion was also real like i was like what dude that like somebody and i get it if pokemon comes down i guess they can they can i guess in terms of similarity but it, power World just needs to kind of change the design and you know they're good but there, there's some that look very very close yeah, then in terms of uh in terms of the other controversies, the one about the AI, that one was like kind of just thrown around a little bit. There's no there was no really like warranted uh like story there. It 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 feels like from what I tried to research, some people just started claiming that oh, the, some of this might have been made by AI because these people are pro AI like workers. Yeah. or whatever and i was kind of like well i mean <clears throat> i get it I, I i do get that some people take the stance of like why are you taking these jobs away from people from animators from people that draw from people that do this work but <clears throat> how can you be upset with this when it's just a claim like there's no proof there or anything like that so i i thought that was kind of just like no like that that's not really a, an issue or whatever so uh, I kind of feel the way you do, that the the competition is healthy. It's good. I'm glad that they're putting something out and seeing success. You know, to me, as a big Pokemon fan, I'm like, I'm not hating on it. But rather, I, from my viewpoint, I'm like, like, Pokemon, open your eyes. Like, look at the market there. Like make something different make some maybe not different but bring a pokemon game to pc like uh you know they've already started to like go off the path a little bit with with legends arceus but like there's a market there that i mean obviously people want Mm. uh the game is not pokemon but it has aspects of it it's kind of like i said like that it felt a lot more like minecraft to me than than uh pokemon you mentioned also uh rust and some of those other games so it, it felt like that resource uh exploring your environment uh and building and stuff like that at the end of the day like that's what it is or that's what was always a thing for me in like minecraft and mm. and, and some of the games like that that i played but uh yeah i feel like I feel like I hope the outcome of this is that they continue to build their game, they optimize their game, they add more features to the game. One thing you made me realize the other day, you you asked me, like, what's your favorite part of Pokemon? Like, battling? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I think so. Because uh, I, I like... I like to build my Pokemon. I like to build my Pokemon competitive. I've never been super crazy about like shiny hunting or doing the shiny thing but i kind of have gotten into it a little bit more in recent games because of how easy it is now uh and uh one of the things missing from this game at least 
from what I've played so far, is that like battling aspect. Maybe that's why like I didn't take to it as much. I know also the evolution thing uh kind of like put me off a little bit like oh my pokemon are not gonna or my palace in this case are not gonna grow and and turn into something else uh not to say that the some of, some of the designs i loved i love the cheshire cat uh and and stuff like that but uh that's actually something that was missing from this last pokemon game as well there was no battle tree in uh scarlet and violet so uh that that's something that i've actually been missing uh from these last couple games hopefully it's coming uh in our next game mm. uh but anything else with power world you want to throw out there would you uh what 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 things would you like to see added i know they're supposed to be like uh it's going to be a little bit easier i know we tried to play together and i had to create a new character to go into your world which i didn't mind because i'm not invested all the way like you are yet uh yeah. so it wasn't a big deal for me but i know they did say that at some point they are going to add that where yeah. you're, we're going to be able to use our main characters in each other's world. Uh, obviously, there's going to be bug fixes and optimization with the, how it runs, too. But anything else you would like added to this? No, no, that's good. But it's funny that you mentioned the, um, what you call it? Like, the oh, what's your favorite part? And you're, obviously, your part's battling. Which I, I, I kind of realized that I, I've always enjoyed um, the catching aspect more so than just anything else. Uh, so that, that's pretty funny that you mentioned that. Yeah, you know, and... And I know, I know there is the battling with like the boss characters, right? Yeah. So I, I, I'm not sure what that's like, but I, from what I've seen, it's kind of like the Legends Arceus thing where you're like running around, but you're actually using your pal, right? I mean, you're supposed to. <laughs> no, I guess you don't have to because if if you're if you have a Glock, right? But <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, granted, I'm sure, I'm sure, like if you want maximum damage output, you would use a pal that has a rocket launcher and all kinds of crazy stuff. Or whatever, but I just always catch myself just, um, what you call it, rolling with whatever I have. I, I like to do the fighting and the shooting because sometimes I'll be trying to catch a pal and then I, oh, I'm going to catch it, I'm going to catch it. I forget I have my stupid pal in the world and he goes and kills him. And I'm like, okay, there we go. Guess I won't be catching this damn thing. <laughs> yeah. I had that, that problem a couple of times just in the little bit that I played. I was like, oh, I got to make sure I put this guy away. Uh Man, my biggest my biggest issue, honestly, was just hitting the wrong button and throwing the pal spears, and we're just like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, I wasted them all, and <laughs> I don't have yeah. anything. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think Nintendo did already acknowledge that they're looking at some of the designs and stuff like that. But it, again, it doesn't really seem like enough to where something is going to happen or anything is going to happen between these two games. I, I uh, think Nintendo would have would have responded a lot earlier. Yeah, because the one thing that they did come down on very, very quick is that there was already a mod for Pal World oh, yeah. where you could make, like, the you could, like, skin the pals as, like, Pokemon, and you were even going to be able to play as, like, Ash Ketchum, and that got shut down, like, immediately. So I think that kind of answers the questions right there. Like, had they seen something that they didn't like, they would have already done something. Uh, so I, I, think, I, I don't think anything's going to happen uh, at this point, so... And, uh, I, I, you know, just I, uh, from my perspective, and I'm sure from a lot of people, uh, you know, good on them for making this cool game that people are loving. Obviously, if not, it wouldn't be selling and uh, as, have as many players as it does. And again, from my perspective, I think, you know, Pokemon, yeah, like, realize that there's a market there for something different. Continue to push it. Uh, I know a lot of people say, like, oh, uh, 
a lot of people on the opposite side on the power world side and the anti nintendo people are like oh they won't do anything they already know that they already have they like you know they force people to buy their products and they don't push the envelope because they don't have to because they know everyone's gonna buy hopefully yeah. this makes them realize like that they're missing out on some of these things and innovation push. yeah just a push yeah which speaking of uh next month at the we're, we're just under a month away from pokemon day on the 27th so uh we've already been seeing some leaks here and there i mean different some of them seem more credible than others nothing crazy yet uh but you know people are expecting certain things already uh possibly the first mention i was marcus and i were looking at some of the uh thing some of the rumors the other day and we were thinking maybe this can be the possible first mention of the next switch uh i know there's already been rumors about the the switch uh they talked already about like we're supposed to be getting uh an eight inch lcd screen is what people have been talking about uh we got some rumored specs a couple months ago too a couple weeks ago actually not months uh so this could be not just big for pokemon but maybe nintendo in general if they do mention oh yeah we're not only developing it for the switch but for what's coming next yeah. you know not that they would be not that there would be an announcement then but i know you said that they're supposed to be uh direct sometime in february that is not the pokemon direct so yeah usually usually in february and, I, and i've always said this is this is my source i'm the source just you know good old research um what is it? February, the summer, and September are usually the months where we get Anytown Direct. Now, in this case, February will all will obviously kind of tell us what's coming here in this uh, in the coming spring. Summer is usually kind of their big, like, oh, this is their broader picture of what's to come. That's where they announce stuff later on, what's in development, and then September, obviously, what's going to close out the the year. And in this case, we should be getting a direct. And again, this is just research in February. And, and Pokemon Day is what? Late February, February 20-something? 27th. 27th. February 27th. Don't be surprised if we get it, no joke, probably in the teens somewhere. And I'm, you know, I'm talking like 15, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, that little, that little window right there, whatever that week is. And again, that's just me brainstorming and kind of going off on a whim here and stuff like that. Because there, they will probably, and we know Pokemon Day, oh, look out for more news uh, for Pokemon, you know, next week or week and a half or whatever. So on that, we probably will be getting a lot of stuff. Strangely enough, and and I still I, and I still hold on to this. You know, people say that you know Switch Two is already on the horizon. You know, announce announcement or something like that. Nintendo's. I would not expect a trailer of any sort. It's just going to be whoever's presenting. Switch Two is in development, so be ready for it for more news for this year. I think you probably can get one of those type of of of. Um, little info dumps from whoever's presenting. Maybe we might get a year for 2024. And again, I've always said holiday 2024. Even when all those people said, you remember uh, first first two, three months of 2024, I said, no, it's going to be holiday 2024. And I, to this day, I'm sticking to November. That's, that's my broad November, December um, towards the end. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, that, if, they, if they give us uh, some tidbits but a year i would kind of be like whoa that would have kind of tripped me out because 
Um, I don't think anything like that will happen until the summer, which June. And when June rolls around, I do think that they will give us a trailer, they give us a spec, what it looks like, here's what to expect. That's where we're going to get the big info dump for, for the Nintendo Switch 2. That's just my two cents. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was thinking... I was thinking maybe we'll get a picture at the very most, but I would think that would say coming, like, you know, the Switch 2 coming in late 2024 or winter 2024, sometimes they say. I would think the big reveal will be in the summer, and then September they'll give us, like, okay, we're going to get, like, there's going to be this special edition, like, launching, or they'll give us, like, everything that's coming. You know, just a reminder, like, hey, this is coming out, like, next next month or whatever. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, that I mean that makes that makes sense. Uh, and I would think that if they're going to mention it in the Pokemon, uh, direct, I would think they would. Uh, we would already know it's coming before then. I don't think they yeah. would drop that news at a Pokemon direct. So, uh, we'll, we'll be looking out for that. Uh, that Nintendo direct next next month. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just. I mean, February is just a few days away. So. We'll we'll see. I'm I'm excited. What did you think about the the rumor of the switch being a little bit bigger? Eight inch. Cool with that. My my I, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. A little bit bigger is always good, especially handheld. A little bit more powerful. I, the people are are saying it's gonna be a comparison towards a PS4, and people are like, oh wow, why why? And I'm like, Pff. I was like, I, I don't I don't get what y'all are complaining about. You know what I mean? Like that's the PS4. Pro PS4 looked really good in a couple of these games. Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima. A PS4 like in that. your hands at all times. Yeah, yeah. That you can take anywhere. Yeah, my big thing was the um, and again I know why they did it, um, why it's LED um, LED screen and not um, OLED, uh, obviously because uh, production budget uh, money uh, they they want to release it at a certain price point. Maybe later on down the line. Or um, they will give us the OLED again, but that's my thing. Is that I don't, I I want an OLED switch. I want an LED switch, but I'll I'll survive. Yeah, I I I did I did see the difference from my first switch to the OLED, but I loved my original switch. And you know, buying that Nintendo product is a lot more about the games than it is the console. Uh, so I mean, I I pretty much just play Pokemon on there. So OLED and lcd or led whatever it is doesn't really if i had if we had the choice we would go OLED. i'm sure both of us right but, yeah, uh, yeah. but it's it's not gonna don't get me wrong it's not gonna stop me from buying it day one oh no I yeah can, yeah, right? yeah don't get me wrong yeah for sure yeah so uh well any any thoughts on uh pokemon day you know we saw some of those rumors or leaks or whatever it was anything that excited you or that you hope is coming uh stadium and a new Legends game. I'm that guy. I, 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 t- I, t- I really enjoyed Arceus. I don't give a damn. And again, I think that kind of plays more into the I've enjoyed. I, 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 Arceus is when I knew I enjoyed the catching mechanic. And I want to catch things. And I want to catch the biggest thing and the shiny thing. Or I want to catch the big shiny thing. I want to, you know what I mean? Like that, that type of instance. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I want to keep moving while... Um, while you're catching or battling or whatever, like I, that stuff was, I, I really liked some of those quality, like la- signs of life there. And I, I won an Arceus game. I think we saw uh, Celebi, which would be amazing. Uh, I think, I, what was the other one? 
Is it Rayquaza? I wonder Rayquaza. It would have been nice, though. That'd be the other cool one. Kirim? Yeah. Legends Kirim? Yeah. So uh, I, I'd be okay. I'd be okay in a new stadium. I know our the mini games for the new stadium, uh, uh, that would be awesome. Um, a new Arceus game. I mean, oh, yeah, a new Legends game. Um, yeah, that, I'm trying to think. A new, um, what you call it? Puzzle League? Pokemon okay. Puzzle League? <laughs> That'd be, i play it. But yeah, yeah, that's probably about it. Yeah, I think for me, uh, I think something, I mean, for for main series games, I mean, Gen Gen 5 is up next for remakes. Gen 2 also, if you're talking about Let's Go, like the Let's Go line. I would be very, very happy with either Gen 2 or Gen, 4, Gen 5 coming back. As long as it's not Let's Go mechanics, or as long as they've grown uh, from those mechanics, the whole just catching, 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 catching from Let's Go, like probably one of the most, like one of the best looking games uh, Pokemon wise. Uh, let's mm-hmm. go Pikachu and Eevee, but like the whole catching, more focus on catching and less battling for me was just, I, I couldn't. Um, when it came, when, when it comes to some of the other stuff, uh, the Legends games, if they grow, when, when, when I play a game, I like to complete the Pokedex, always complete the Pokedex, and then I want to build my battle teams and go into the battle tree and do all that. Uh, Gen 5 probably had the, some of the best uh, battling stuff, which is why I'm super excited for that, probably more than anything. Uh, but with the, with the Legends games, I would be very cool because the lore and all that that comes in those games is always really cool. Uh, so I would be cool with the, with the Kiram, with the, Cel- with the Celebi games and stuff like that, uh, spin-off of some other Legends out there. I know Ho-Oh has also been thrown out there for one of the Legends games. Uh, so I would be down with that as long as they grow a little bit more on what, what Arceus was because I did enjoy that game, but once I was done with what I was doing, like, I was done. I was, I did complete a lot of the pages, uh, for certain Pokemon, uh, because there was like that research that you had to do right for each and every Pokemon. But after a while, I was just like, okay, I'm done. Like I've caught everything. Uh, I know they did introduce like some battling stuff in there afterwards. I didn't get back into that. Mm. Uh, but, uh, I would be down for that in terms of like the, the other kind of like side stuff. I would love a stadium. I've been wanting a new stadium game for a long time. Uh, there was also something on there about like a roguelike, right? Or something yeah, yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, some kind of some some kind of roguelike game. I thought, dude, that would be so cool. I've always I had never even thought of that style of game. I always thought like an auto chess game, like TFT and those kind of games, like would lend itself to Pokemon and like, oh, okay, you're gonna, you know, start with your little starters and then you're gonna evolve and stuff like that. You know, it could be somewhat like a card style game but not really you know uh so i think something like that would be cool something to kind of like be able to play in between here and there i thought would be cool uh so yeah my number one dream is i mean if i if there was anything i would be like gen 5 please give me a gen 5 like full Mm. blast with pokemon world championship and all that stuff so that would be my big thing and i'm still holding out for a stadium just like you yeah mini game champion right here (laughs) thanks thank you (laughs) 
Uh, okay, I think that's well. Actually, you know, one last thing. Um, Overwatch. There was an, a big announcement for Overwatch fans, Overwatch League fans. I know I'm probably the one that watches Overwatch League from our friend group and stuff like that. Uh, and they dissolved the Overwatch League over the last couple months. Uh, kind of ended. They were going to figure out what was coming next. Well, Blizzard is going to be putting on uh, a new... Is going to be coming out with a new format called the Overwatch World Champions. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's going to be called the Overwatch Champions Series. Is what it's going to be called. Uh, there's going to be different different circuits that are going to be running. One in North America, one in Europe, and then one uh, in the Asian region. Uh, and it's going to be an open thing, so anybody's going to be able to go off and do qualifiers and play, and then like uh, you know earn your spot in there. Uh, and there's going to be two two major championships. There's going to be one that's actually the first one is going to be in Dallas, May 31st to June 2nd. So I was like, wow, I've always wanted to go to an Overwatch event. Like maybe this will finally be my chance to go up to Dallas and watch something in person. It's going to be at DreamHack Dallas. And the second one, which is going to be like the grand finals, is going to be in uh, Stockholm in Europe. So, yeah, you know, for those people that uh, love to watch Overwatch, uh, competitive, like to watch esports, are you know new fans of the game or whatever. If this is of any interest to you, there is going to be uh, something new for Overwatch esports. Uh, you know, there is a future in it. Uh, or if you're young, you think you're good at the game, it's open division, so there's even going to be a chance for you to just try to find yourself a team and go out there and give give it a try. And I think it starts next month in. Asia, and then I think in March it starts here in the North America and Europe. So um, it's coming real soon. Nice, nice. Would you be interested in going to an Overwatch event? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, it's gonna be a big thing. I don't know. I don't know what else. Uh, there's a dream hack. I've never like looked it up or anything like that. So gaming, it's a big gaming thing, I guess. That's pretty cool. I've yeah. always wanted. I've always wanted to check one of those things out. I've never been. I know you've been to like comic cons and stuff like that. I've never even been to those. Yeah, I've been to cons. I think I do want to go to a trading card con. I think there's a con for that. That'd be nice. But we'll see. Uh, again, I'm not big on traveling, so. <laughs> yeah, me either. It's just something on my bucket list, you know. So. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe we'll meet some people there. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's it, right? I, I I don't think there's anything else big, anything you can think of throughout the week, or no, no, that's that's it for me, man. Okay, well, I mean, if that's, I guess that's it. You know, some uh, weird stuff going on in Oklahoma, a new Yu-Gi-Oh card coming. You know, is Cable dying? Is Not- you know something we're gonna have to? I think we gotta have Andrew on for that one. I think Andrew will give us some crazy stats and all that kind of stuff. We're gonna yeah. have to convince him to be on here. Uh, Q, the movie's coming soon, this coming month. Uh, I'm super pumped for that. You, I was reading that I think it's coming out this, like, mid-month, late month. So, typically, that would probably put the movie in the U.S. probably, like, June or so, yeah. right? Yeah, summer. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, we got Power <clears throat> World popping off. We got Pokemon Day coming up. So, I don't know. A lot of good things here. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Avatar, fun. dude. Avatar next month already, man. 
I'm pumped, dude. To be another banger. Yeah. But uh, yeah, go ahead and sign us out. That's it for me. Yeah, so I know it's been a while and we've been meaning to catch up on some news. We talked about a lot, you know, even that discussion on cable. That was an interesting one. But again, we hope you join us for another episode next week. If you want to go check out our last two episodes, or those are more discussions, roundtable round table discussions with uh, my girlfriend Mel and her best friend Adriana. That was a fun one. We also had a 2023 year in review. This was actually in the beginning of this month. And I know it went on like a little hiatus, but I, that was no other reason than health issues and things like that. But other than that, thank you guys for listening. We are the Meta Era Nerds. You guys have a good night.